Hello, hi, hola, and allo, friends and family, and welcome to my kids think I'm cool, but podcast and radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very special first episode I have. You're probably here in Aarhus, Denmark, listening live at Ungdom. Can't even say it right. Ungdom Radio, and uh, translate in English, Young Radio, or on my podcast page. This podcast is all about getting knocked up in a foreign country, being an international parent, living abroad, and raising children in a different culture, all while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit, which I try to do almost every day. As a parent living abroad, I can really relate to this topic. I've had two kids here in Denmark, and now I'm raising them while trying to keep my balance of my culture, language, and just adapting to everyday life in this foreign country, or Denmark, actually. I have many international friends here in Denmark and also globally that can also relate, so why not share it to the world? It will be a fun way to discover another country and their lifestyle through an international perspective. This show will cover the highs and lows of being an international parent living in a new country and all the fun adventures we all go through, and there's lots of them. Let's get started with the very first episode. First of all, I'm your host, Jackie. I should have introduced myself in the beginning, but this episode will all be about who I am, why I created this podcast and radio show, and who it's for. Personally, I'm a California girl living in cold Denmark. I was born in the Philippines, but I grew up most of my life in a city called Cyprus in Orange County. Yeah, you probably never heard of it, but it's a little city outside of Los Angeles. I just like to say Los Angeles because it's just a known city and it's better to say Los Angeles than describe a city that no one knows of. When I moved to the U.S. at five years old, I had to adapt as a kid and that was hard. I didn't know English and I was a foreigner with no friends. And also, kids are judgmental as hell. I was that weird foreigner that had brown hair, tan skin, and glasses. And to top it off, I was the weird girl that brought lunch, uh, rice for lunch at school while everyone else was bringing sandwiches like peanut butter and jelly or bologna sandwiches. To this day, I still don't know what bologna sandwich is. Also, I should also introduce you who uh, is in the studio with me. Is His name is Dave. He's my... My technical uh, sound guy, and he is the one that helps me try not to fuck up on this radio show. So, Dave, you want to say hi? Hi, hello. How are you doing, Jackie, today? I'm good. I'm good. Super excited about this uh, first radio show, my first time. So, don't be hard on me. I won't be hard on you, <laughs> I promise. So, I told you a little secret about me when I was growing up in a foreign country. So, what is the normal thing to eat in Chile? Uh, when you're like a child well, for not, lunch? It's not chilies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks, right? <laughs> I don't know the normal thing to eat when you're a child in Chile. Not peanut butter and jelly. I know that's no, an American peanut, thing. I don't, I don't really think that peanut butter, I maybe made it to Chile <laughs> since I left, which has been a while. But peanut butter was something that you hear on the Hollywood movies. I know. I know. You know? <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't know, man. 
you know, like Chilean food is kind of a Spanish, Spanish based. Also food. rice, right? A lot of rice. Yeah. And beans. Uh, and beans as yeah. well. Yeah. But rice is a thing in South America. You eat rice. Yeah. Same a in lot. the Phil- I, Philippines. I, I, I believe that it's more part of the diet than the probably in Chinese food. Is it? I don't know. I will, I will go to the extreme to say that I might believe that that could be true. Yeah, but it's a different kind of rice. It's not like white rice. You guys no, have like the fr- flavored rice. No, we use, we use <laughs> long American rice, a long grain American, oh, okay. uh, long American grain or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. We use that one in South America and it's very common. You go to Argentina, you go to Peru, everyone makes rice. Yeah. Same, and same in all yeah. the Asian countries. So yeah. I was used to that. So when I went to, School, my first time at five years old, everyone was eating sandwiches and I'm like here with a rice box, like getting judged. Like, who, what, what, what is she eating? <laughs> I mean, listen, you're still the foreigner. With yeah, the that's true. With I don't think I ever, skin. I never grew out of it. <laughs> and I'm no. 36 years old. <laughs> Ooh, well, you know, lucky for you, you look like probably 15. <laughs> Good. I can pass for 15 years old. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, anyways, thanks for that, Dave. Um, at five years old, you can imagine living in a foreign country is very hard. And at the time, I never even thought that my mom and brother was going through the same thing or same experiences, but in a different way. So the whole family had their world or my whole family had our world turned upside down by hopping on a plane with our suitcases and never looking back at the Philippines. Yes, of course, I go back to visit my friends, uh, my family there. I didn't really have friends. I was five, but my family there. But my whole future actually changed by a life changing decision that my mom, my parents or my mom actually took about taking me to the U.S., so when I moved here to Denmark, I had kind of an idea of how it was going to be because I had experienced it at a young age. I know Denmark is very different from the U.S. And when I mean experience it, I meant mentally experience the shock of moving to a new country. I knew I had to make new friends and that is not going to be easy. I had to adapt to the food and adapt to the culture. And it's not like what we picture in our head. It's when someone says, oh, I'm moving to a new country for work or for love, um, you, you picture of roses and, and sunshine the entire time. But in reality, it's, it's going to be hard. And, and that's what I wanted to address and why I'm creating this kind of show and podcast that will address and go behind the scenes of international families living abroad. Um, even first time mothers and fathers doing it all not um, trying to raise their children in a foreign country, all without support from their family back home. And they're fun and not so fun experiences while living in a new country. Trust me, everything is not sunshines and roses when you live in a new country. And it's funny is when I go visit back home and like I meet someone new and I say, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm from here, but I live, I live in, in Denmark. They're like, oh, that's so cool. But they just see that you live in a foreign country, but they don't really see the hardship that uh, you actually endure. It's like, no, I don't have any friends. <laughs> and you really have to change your lifestyle. I'm um, your friend. Yeah, you are my friend. And I've met, I to be honest, I've met amazing friends while I'm here. But when you first move somewhere, it's hard. It's, it's not easy. Um, and this is what this show and podcast is about is really about is trying to inform or um, 
listen to other people's stories because it's very interesting how how people got to Denmark or to a foreign country and how they how they got there. So, yeah, and it's like moving abroad could really affect the person mentally, physically, and emotionally um, if they're a single person. But if you're bringing a whole family, that affects your spouse, it affects your kids, and also affects your kids depending on their age. Um, if they're a teenager, it affects them even more because they're so used to the language back home and then all of a sudden there's a quick change um, when when they come here and it's like new language, new friends, new new everything. And uh, the worst thing is they can hate living in a new country and want to move back home, but they they can't because their family's here in Denmark or in a in a foreign country. So, what was kind of your experience, Dave, on well, like moving? Well, you moved to the UK first, right? Yeah, I was living in the UK for nearly twenty years, I guess. Yeah. So that I has to be a big change from Chile then. Yeah, well, it wasn't at that point, I think. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. I guess I was traveling quite a lot before even I moved out of Chile. I lived for a bit in the U.S. as well. Okay. You know, I, I sort of started traveling at a very early age. It wasn't because I was young and I was really like, oh, bring everything, yeah. you know. It was far more traumatic to move from the U.K. to Denmark than from Chile to the U.K., to be honest. Okay. You know. Uh, well, kind of the same weather. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't in that sense. It's just like I felt that it was far more of a cultural shock moving from the UK to Denmark than moving from Chile to the UK. I There was different things, obviously, from Chile, but there was still a very sort of like open society, especially because I moved to London and I live in London. Yeah. So it was one big city to another big city. And I guess that is probably what they have in common, you know. But I feel like London's more international than Denmark. Ah, definitely more international yeah. than Tiago as well. Yeah. But uh, there was, there was, uh, London is very open if you're not from there. Because a lot of people is not from there anyway. Yeah. Even English people. Yeah, that's true. Know? I mean, if you find a, a real Londoner, grab him and take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're really from here? Born, raised, yeah. everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the. So it's very rare to find someone. But it's, it's a funny thing as well because, for instance, one of my cousins was born and raised in London. So I did, you know, knew some people that has been there forever. But nevertheless, here was like a farther, big, a bigger cultural change, mainly because it's harder to get to get into the days at the beginning. You know, yeah. In England, you go to the pub and yeah. everyone talk to you, and there is that sort of social construction, no? Yeah. The pub or the bar. And everyone do their social life there. Yeah. Therefore you go there and you can actually relate. Yeah. In Denmark that culture doesn't exist. At least in this part of Denmark, no, in in, in Julen. Yeah, I've heard Copenhagen's a bit more easier because it's a, it's a bit, bit more yeah. international a there bit too. More easier. But it's still at the same time, you know, it's it's very different. Yeah. So yeah. Well Shocking. yeah. It is. Well, this is why I, I wanted to create this podcast and a show. Uh, just to remind, uh, tell you guys that Dave is a, a parent. <laughs> uh, he, he had his daughter here. Yes, so he, I did. he has a lot of insight on actually a dad's perspective. So that's why I've been kind of chiming in with him because he kind of has a, also a view, but in a different aspect of me because I'm a mom and he's a dad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> Still, my my mental age is 12. Yeah. <laughs> it's relevant if I have a daughter or not. But 
dads actually become a child when they have kids. So usually parent uh, moms have instead of like one kid, they have two kids because they're also taking care of the dad. Uh, is that is that correct? Yes. Or should I talk to Anna about that? <laughs> Maybe <it's> you. <laughs> you should. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I'm, I'm, of course, man. You know, finally you can play again. <laughs> yeah. Well, this show and podcast will be for parents, like I mentioned earlier, living abroad, new parents, pregnant moms, stay-at-home dads because they moved to Denmark uh, for their spouse or vice versa. Stay-at-home moms because they move for their husband uh, for work. Uh, families planning to move abroad. International single moms. Uh, power to you because I'm not single. I have a husband, but um, it's already hard enough for me to be a, a parent. I can't imagine doing both roles at the same time uh, for the single single moms living here uh, with their kids. We'll be talking to some awesome parents, not just Dave, but also other awesome parents uh, that have some funny stories and share their experiences of uh, moving abroad or here in Denmark. And I have lots of them, and I'm looking forward to sharing them with with everyone. Um, we will share tips also uh, to new families that are planning to move abroad so we can uh, help them have a pleasant move instead of getting thrown into like, oh, here's Denmark. And I definitely did, I did some research when I moved here. Um, not, not yet. Yeah, mm, all I, all the research I did before moving here is because I didn't have kids or I was just single. I had my boyfriend, um, husband now. And all I searched for was a job and I heard how I heard job searching here is hard. So that's what I was ready for. But I was definitely, um, not ready for the coldness, um, the darkness. Yeah. Um, real winter clothes. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't realize my winter clothes in Los Angeles is like summer clothes here. <laughs> a joke. Yeah. It is, yeah. So I was like prepared for winter and it was not even winter clothes. So yeah, that was a, a big thing. Hello and then, darkness, my I know, old friend. I know. I was, I was depressed my first winter here. <laughs> but one thing actually, um, that really annoyed me when I first moved to Denmark was just the simple, simple things like cooking. Like cooking, um, all the ingre- ingredients I had to translate. So I was at the store, like, okay, what's cumin or what's what's um, this other thing? It's it was just really annoying. Or even milk. I knew what milk was, but they had ten hundred different kind of milks. Like uh, now I know sud milk, lit milk, uh, school milk, but I didn't like in the U.S. There's two, like full milk and half a milk. <laughs> but here it's like all these fancy um names uh for for milk. <laughs> yeah, so that was another thing and then another thing that really annoyed me is the variety of stuff. There's um, not much of No, it. no. Yeah. Um I don't know if you've experienced it Dave, uh, but yeah, I yeah, definitely coming from London. I mean the supermarkets in London are and it's not just the supermarkets. It's, you can go actually to a store you know, you're Filipino. Yeah. You can go to a Filipino store and buy all the Filipino products. Oh, yeah. I miss know? that. Sort of the same thing that you can do if you are Scandinavian. You can go to Scandinavian shops and get everything that yeah. you will not find. So it was really hard to suddenly come to... Denmark and yeah, that's available. And, and you, you <laughs> might have, mm, I really like that sauce that I was buying in that Chinese, Chinese store close to my flat and you wouldn't find it here yeah. at all. 
not even in the Chinese store. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's difficult. I actually had to learn to cook a lot when I moved here. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's sort of sort of you know, like I would say that far was far more variety in, in London than in Santiago. Yeah. I think there's way more still variety in the U.S. Because we have everything. Probably. I, don't, I don't remember. I, I live in the U.S., but it was so long ago. Yeah. I don't remember much of a... And I probably wasn't really focused at the time on going and doing shopping yeah. in the supermarket. I was probably trying to see, mm, which club is that one where that girl that I like is going? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely different like everything um also furniture here um i didn't realize that i'll have a limited furniture like there's only like four chairs you can choose from and also when you go to someone's house to visit they'll have either the same like furniture or the same decor because all the decor here is almost all the same So yeah, like yeah, the, everyone the style, kind of yeah. has all the Scandin Scandinavian style designs because that's all they sell here. And then you'll go to someone's house and then they'll have like the same vase and the same chair and the, almost the same everything. It's like, where's the, the difference? I want yeah, something I, different. And, and I, I do, I do appreciate, I mean, I really like the, the effort that people put in their house because Danes do care about their house looking really nice. Yeah. I have to say, I have to give them that. But I remember talking with a friend of mine. Uh, back home in Chile, he was asking me, well, how is it? Is it good Denmark? You know, like how different it is from the UK. And yeah. I was saying, I don't know, man, you know, like their houses look really good. And he said to me, that's the worst, the most cheaty superpower <laughs> that I ever heard. Like, what is your superpower? My house looks great. It's great design. <laughs> it was like, mm, yeah, true. <laughs> But I, I, I do agree. It's like limited. It's, it's very not limited. necessarily bad. No, it's not. But know? I like, Variety and, you know, coming from the U.S., you have so many like chairs. It's like a hundred different chairs that you can choose from. And most likely none of your friends will have it or not like you maybe run into some of one person. They'll have it, but it's not likely that your friends will have the same stuff as you at your house. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Because uh, it's, yeah, it's a different mentality. Man. Yeah. And what the other thing is like the simple things I took advantage at home. Um, is not so simple when you're moving abroad, like cooking or shopping or, yeah, just your brain works differently. Especially when I'm when I first moved here and I was uh, shopping, I I needed to, to translate everything. Or if I wanted to bake something, I had to translate what baking powder was. I know it's baking pulver, but it's still when you first move here. That's just a big translating everything is just like so much work and your brain just literally works on overload. And it seems like everything is an obstacle that is thrown at you. And every day you learn something new about a lifestyle or culture, even like a language, like a Danish word. I always learn something new. Um, so every or everyday life uh, to this day, I'm still learning something. And I've been living here for almost seven years um, from moving from the U.S. And I, I learned something new from my daughter also. She's also teaching me <laughs> Danish because her Danish is better, way better than mine. <laughs> But before moving to a, a, like a new country, there's this natural idea in our head that the life will be perfect living abroad in a new country. I don't know why, but I think it's nostalgia. Before you actually jump To a country, to a country, it's so fun packing up and telling your friends and family, oh, "I'm gonna go move here, and it's gonna be so exciting." And yeah, it'll be fun. And 
I had moments when I moved to Denmark is like, what is that? Why? Oh my gosh, really? I like, I had to get used to cooking every day in Los Angeles. I went out for Mexican. I went out for Korean. I went out for Vietnamese, like all the cultures of food that you want. You can have in Los Angeles or uh, Orange County because we have so many different cultures living in uh, Southern California that it's easy to get these different kind of food. And I still miss it to this day. When I go back to Los Angeles and visit, I come back a whale because I eat everything. <laughs> I go out for breakfast. I go out for lunch. I go out for dinner. And then sometimes if I'm extra hungry, I'll go out for um, a midnight snack with my friend and say, let's go get dessert at like 12 o'clock because a lot of places close late. So we're like, oh, let's go go here. So it's... It, yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, also, another thing I had to get used to is cold and cold depressing winters. Um, that I did not prepare myself for. And they are very long. Um, I can... I'm okay until Christmas, but when January... And February hits, it's just dark and cold and there's nothing to look forward to unless until spring. And that's all you look forward to is spring. And the good thing is it does get lighter <laughs> as as um, after Christmas. It does get lighter and lighter and lighter uh, until it hits spring. Another thing that I had to get used to is called hygge. Hygge. Am I saying that right? You know what hygge uh, is. Hygge. Yeah. yeah, hygge. So that's basically being at home with your family and spending time with them and with a light candle. Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything closes at 5 o'clock. So, uh, yeah, everything shuts down. Denmark closes after 5 o'clock. Yeah, it reminds me, remind me of a... <laughs> but I, I guess, you know, you, you can find that. I mean, I'm from Santiago in Chile, for instance. Yeah. Big, big city. But if I go to the countryside, even if a big town of fifty thousand people in the countryside, yeah, or in the or a more country, it works like that, man. Yeah. So it's more of like a, an agricultural sort of minded society rather than a city society. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where you you might find that it's more present or relevant in this area of uh, Denmark. Yeah. You know, we we live in, we both live in Baile. Yeah. You know, and it's still, even smaller city than ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still sort of. I was living in Fredericia, man. You know, yeah. and but it's more look. It still keep that timing of like the farm. Yeah, you know, what it I mean? is definitely. You can just walk outside of Viola ten minutes and it's farm. Yeah, and it's farm. It's farm. <laughs> I I had to get used to that. Definitely. You won't see the oh, of hazard. Though. One thing that really, really got me was driving here in Denmark. So in Los Angeles, I'm used to traffic and crazy, and you know, being very, very, very alert. Here in Denmark, I was falling asleep because I was so bored driving. <laughs> so the first year, like, I would drive somewhere and 30 minutes in, it's the same view, the same farm. It's like I had to drink Red Bulls or coffee because I wouldn't make it because I was so tired. It was so boring to me. I felt like I was like an autopilot. Less entertainment in the road. You yeah, there is. Versus, you know, in Los Angeles, there's six road, uh, six lane highways. I'm, you know, speeding through traffic. There's always something going on, a, a car accident, um, being in the car for two hours in traffic. There's so much more I know, to I be remember, alert. I remember driving into Tampa once. Yeah. And I just look the, to my right side of the, the car and there's an, uh, an, uh, um, uh, a car going 
with two guys with a gun and a guy tied up trying to get out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah, definitely that, that will not happen in, in Denmark. You'll probably no. see someone with a, with a deer. <laughs> a dead deer in the back or something, but that, 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 that's yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. That won't happen here. Yeah. Um, another thing is living in Denmark is trying to make new friends. Uh, it's easy to actually make international friends because uh, we all kind of um, just go together uh, because we have so much in common about talking of living in Denmark. And I have some Danish friends, and I'm not going to lie, I do have some Danish friends, but it's through my husband more. So, But if I was out on the streets or something, out in the bar, uh, definitely it's not hard. It's not easy to find Danish friends. Um, I've had Danish colleagues, um, and it, we were colleagues and not friends. No one really – we would only hang out if it was like Friday beers or um, – uh, a dinner uh, that was assigned to us from from the company, but other than that, there's no outside hanging out uh, outside the office unless it involves the company paying for the beers. Uh, that's where we all. Well, out. anyone will go. To I know, one. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, summer jackets is very, very um, something. I was like, oh my gosh, summer jackets. That's yeah. called a t-shirt. Yeah, I know. For me, it's like. What? I have to put a, something around my arms? <laughs> because I'm used to wearing like tank tops and shorts and flip flops. And that's my go-to every day in Los Not Angeles. Anymore. No, no, I had to put socks on and jackets and scarf and hats. And yeah, I still don't know how to wear a scarf to this day. I feel like I have, I make it like a noose and everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, you know, wrapped around my neck so hard to like, are you, you look like you're choking. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to wear a scarf. Well, the, 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 here they wear a scarf. It's like a headpiece, you know? Yeah, I know. It goes around them yeah. and it looks cute. And me, I look like I'm going to go hang myself. Yeah. Like it, it's well, really bad. I guess, I guess it's, yeah, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, another thing is biking culture, uh, parking. Uh, far and walking to your destination, that was a big shocker for me. I had to say goodbye to all my heels. They're all just sitting in a box. Now I just specifically wear flats and it's, yeah, I don't wear. But that's very American though, because I remember. No, I, I mean, not Los Angeles, it's heels. I was cute. I dressed cute. Yeah, but the, uh, <laughs> the, the fact that you need to walk. No. In America, you don't walk. No. no? Exactly. No. You get out of the car, walk like five yeah. steps, and that's it. And that's all. Yeah, I valet yeah, that's, sometimes. Yes, that's quite American. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was shocked when I went to. Yeah. Yeah, because in Santiago you will walk quite a lot. Yeah, no, yeah. not U.S. I was yeah. funny. And uh, Europe had, is as well. It's just go to Hamburg. It's, everything's and walking. Walk, yeah. yeah. No, I had a girlfriend here uh, that visit visited uh, a few a few girlfriends that visited, and they would wear heels. I'm like, are you wearing that? Yeah, it's, it's my comfortable heels. I'm like, okay. They'll be hurting, like, after, like, 30 minutes. Like, you guys walk so much. I'm like, I know, I'm so used to it now. But, like, my American friends coming to visit, they're just like, I hate you. <laughs> you have to walk. Everywhere. I'm like, there's no other way to get places. You have to walk. There's no no valet, no, um, no parking right in front of the store. True. Um, drinking on the streets is also legal. That was a big shocker. Um, and I was like, what? I can drink my beer on the streets. Um, also, drinking with colleagues on Friday is a normal thing. Uh, winter and summer tires. 
I did not know that existed. I always stuck to summer tires, but coming from Los Angeles, that's all you had is summer tires. So that was mind blowing by, um, uh, with a California girl. <laughs> like, why well, I have to switch my, my, my tires? Uh, changing the way I eat, holiday traditions, people leaving work early. Uh, the metric system really messed me up because <laughs> coming from kilometers to, uh, miles to kilometers. And just a lot of things that uh, I miss from home, the grocery stores. And then lastly, the proper peanut butter and jelly. What is that? <laughs> peanut, peanut butter. They don't have American peanut butter here. So that's just things that I had to get, get adapted to. And it was surprising. Don't worry. Yeah. You but know. now seven years in, I've adapted. And now when I go back to the U.S., my questions go, what the hell? What? Huh? Why are they doing it that way? So I definitely have adapted. And now it's the other way when I go back to U.S. And I'm questioning what, why, why is it like that in the U.S.? I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, but that's what happened, you know? Like yeah, you, I guess so. You start getting the perspective. Yeah, it does. Actually, the first thing that you start getting perspective in when you start realizing is what, why did I live life that way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And it, yeah. it's still like mind blowing to me. Like I, I used to do it that way. Like how, why? <laughs> yeah. And at some point you will say like, why am I doing it this way anyway? Maybe yeah. There is another way. Yeah. There is. A, there's an easier way. <laughs> yes. But for you, the listeners, I would love to hear some of the things that you guys had to adapt to when moving to Denmark or ab- abroad. I'll post it on my Facebook page uh, wall. My kids think I'm cool, but podcast, head over there and write or send me a message saying the things that you had to adapt to. Also, don't forget to just hit the like button while you're there. So, The like button? The like, like button. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's new to me. I'm, this is my first time having a page. The like Woo-hoo. button. Woohoo, fan page. <laughs> All right, well, it's going to grow so, quick. So definitely hit the like button. <laughs> um, living abroad uh, or in Denmark is really fun, but you have to get used to their culture. You can either accept it or not accept it. This will determine your happiness during your whole stay here. I definitely chose to love it. It didn't take, it took a little bit longer, but I did. I think after three years, I just started loving living here. Um, the culture shocks finally, culture shocks weren't so shocking anymore. I finally started adapting and then I really appreciated having uh, my children here and the way of raising kids here in Denmark. I definitely will not have it while I was living in the U.S. So, Next, I'm going to go through the benefits of living in uh, Denmark or abroad um, and the experience I've had having children here and raising them while being in Denmark. Okay, since I went over culture shock moments and things to adapt to um, and I were like, whoa, what's going on here? But seriously, living in Denmark has some amazing benefits that I can't live without now. Like if I was sent back to the U.S., I'd be crying because they have such good benefits here, especially um, being a, a parent, in my opinion. Um, they have a very good salary. Uh, everyone's paid very well here, even if you're working in McDonald's. 
um, five weeks holiday, uh, 37 week, uh, 37 work week. And that's a full time job is 37 weeks versus in the US is 40 plus. And I never just worked 40. It was like more like 40 or 50 because I always wanted to go above and beyond my call of duty to, to work. Um, and you can go to the doctor. If you're super stressed out for work, you can go to the doctor and actually get excused from work and get stress leave. And, and pills. Huh? And pills. Uh, not as strong as in US. <laughs> Here, they were very, very hard to get any, any medication. You have to be dying. <laughs> Depending of your doctor, because yeah, I have gone true. like, oh, I'm not feeling that well. It's like, do you want some pills? Oh, me, I have to say my leg is broken. <laughs> yeah, well, change your doctor. <laughs> um, and another great thing is if you're planning to have kids here or have, um, yeah, planning to have kids here, they have one year maternity leave, which is great because when I had my first child and three months went by because that's the only thing you would get in the U.S. I was still dead and I was wondering how the hell did my friends got back to work after three months and I... And I get one year and it's, it's so great that, uh, I got to spend that one year with my, with my daughter and kind of ease back into work. And also if you don't want to use your whole one year of maternity leave, you can actually save it until you're child turns nine years old uh, with my daughter my first my daughter I actually went back a little bit earlier so I have six weeks which is like a month and a half I still have with her maternity leave and we plan to use it in a couple years before she turned one year, years old to travel um, another great thing is affordable daycare good public school system it's very safe for children to run around and enjoy here in Denmark. You don't have to worry about someone stealing them from the streets. Uh, not too many roads because the cities here are not so big <laughs> versus in the, uh, California or uh, bigger uh, cities uh, around the world. Uh, free health care and free university. And when I say free, it's not free. Um, no, you pay for yeah, it. Yeah, we pay for it. Um, tax. We have huge taxes um, that takes out of our income and not everyone, this is the only way I can explain it. If you're working at McDonald's, they're not going to get, take the same tax percentage as someone that is a doctor or that, that's someone that's a, uh, business owner, uh, from you. It, it all depends on how much you're making. And I think minimum tax is 37, 37% here in, in Denmark. I'm pretty sure. Mm. 37 or 38? I don't know, actually. Yeah, I should look that up. But yeah, yeah I remember it was at 37. Um, but maximum 60. Uh, but that's if you're a high roller, high baller. And then if you are very rich, no tax? Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. Depends. Uh, <laughs> don't know that part. <laughs> but there are good and bad in many countries. And I'm just lucky to be living in a country that provides so much for families. Also, when I say, um, yeah. So much for, for families and children here, here in Denmark. Um, but this is not the reason why I actually move, uh, to Denmark. Denmark was not my first choice when I was thinking of moving abroad from Los Angeles. I was looking more south where there's sun and the weather's not much changed. Africa? No, I was looking more for like, you know, eating tapas in Barcelona or riding a scooter in Rome, Italy, or even, you know, in France. 
eating baguettes. Some yeah. somewhere a bit warmer than than Denmark. But I did meet my uh, husband boyfriend at the time, and um, I had a really good unexpected job offer. Um, and unexpected meaning I really worked my butt off for that job. I did all the research. I uh, stalked the CEO and got that job. <laughs> so that will be a whole nother topic of my show of how I, I got a job in Denmark. It's not easy, um, but I, I was man, managed to find a job without meeting my boss in person and he hired me through Skype. So Brilliant. yeah, it, it was, it was great. I was, I was able to, to sell, sell myself. Yeah. <laughs> So my personality is good over the phone or over yeah over voice. the airwaves airwaves. <laughs> so if I could sell myself on this podcast, yeah, and well, people will listen to me. <laughs> everyone has a face for radio. Yeah. So yes. So my husband brought me here. My husband and I met in Las Vegas, and you know the saying when they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This one definitely did not stay in Vegas. It brought me across the Atlantic, two kids, and in a cold country. <laughs> Blame it on Las Vegas. Yeah, I did, but <laughs> it was a good Las Vegas trip. <laughs> but and also when we were deciding to do to move to or when I was deciding to move to Denmark, we decided that Denmark would be best uh, because my husband had a really great job, and it wouldn't be fair for me to tell him to move to U.S. and not have a good job. But he actually didn't mind moving to Los Angeles. He's like. Oh yeah, Los Angeles. Like I would love to live there because it's just a cool place to live. I'm like, eh, I'm, I've lived here all my life. I'd rather live somewhere new. So we decided to uh, go to Denmark and that's when I found uh, a job. But it wasn't easy because you would hear about these horror stories of people, you know, moving to Denmark and not finding a job and end up moving back home. Or they don't like Denmark or they just have a hard time adapting to the country. It is a challenging place to, to Yeah. To, so to, I, I to find a I really had a, a hard decent job. Yeah, I was surprised. That's why I said I was really surprised I even found a job and not even meeting the company or anything. I really found a really good job. Um and also the other way, there's only two ways you can actually move to Denmark is uh one get married and we were, were just met, so definitely not getting married <laughs> just to come live here and the other one was uh find a job so those were my two options and i definitely don't have relatives that are dane so (laughs) those are my two options and i decided to go option two and look for a job and i did and now i'm here in denmark doing this radio show i know (laughs) so yes that will be another um episode uh, of uh, a job uh, journey. I also have someone here talking about uh, tips on how to find a job in, in Denmark. So that will be another show uh, later on in the year. It's only more like three, two more months, three more months of the year. You have a lot of it planned already. Yeah, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do have. I was very excited about this I show. know what I'm going to do in the next 100 years. No, ahead. no. Okay, it's a half a year. I have shows well, for that's half a year. Be- Listen, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm waiting for a text message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So when I got that job, I finally moved to Denmark. Um, to be honest, I hated my first week here in Denmark. It was cold, it was rainy, and it was awful. Also, my husband was only home for two days to literally greet me and then show us, show me the house that we're moving in, which was empty. And I was like, okay, what do I do? He's like, okay, now start looking for house stuff. I'm like, okay. 
I had at least I had a small bed. Yeah, that's about well, it. Well, that's that's yeah. At least he he gave me a bed to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, sweet. I love shopping. Shopping is is my thing. Like I can go shopping all day long, not in Denmark. <laughs> so he's like, okay, we need like couches. Go look for what couches we want. You know, microwave, uh, kitchen stuff. What you want to cook with? So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go look for things. And so he left for the airport for work, and then me, I'm in the house. I was like, okay, where do where do I get house stuff? I was like, oh my god, where do I get house stuff? Like, how do you know where to go get hat stuff? Especially when you don't have friends. Like, where do you get it? So I was on Google going, where to buy a microwave in Denmark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true story. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, I, when you move somewhere, you don't think of like all these little things that you need to buy or where to get them. No, 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 no. So yeah, I was Googling everything. And then, so when I finally found a place, I was like, sweet. I, I found, I found a place to go buy, um, a microwave and I, I go there and I thought I would have, you know, maybe at least 10 to choose from. There's like two. It's like a cheap one that'll break down or the most expensive one. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think it would have been easier if you first searching Google was where to get a beer in Denmark. Yeah. Because you go for the beer, you probably meet a friend. Yeah, that's and then true. All your problems are solved. Yeah. Solved. That that's true. I should have I should have done that. Yes, that's, that's a smart I'm way to do. I'm telling you, I was yeah, tips for I, everyone I just moving here. I couldn't figure out Denmark until I went to a bodega. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, what do you mean? Come on, I take you to the the, the store. Yeah. And so tips for everyone: if you want to uh, <laughs> find out where to shop, just go to the bar first, and someone will share their their experience or where to go. Yes. <laughs> Especially after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that even that gets probably interesting more. Yes. <laughs> um another thing that um was definitely hard and kind of when I moved here was driving. I was fine with the driving, like I said earlier, like <laughs> it was so boring, but the kilometers versus miles thing. And also I in in Los Angeles, let me explain it a little bit. In Los Angeles there's an exit every half one to one half kilometer uh, to go off the road to, you know, if you miss one exit, you can go to the next exit and kind of make a box and get to where you need to go. But here in Denmark, if, if, or in Europe, actually general, if you miss an exit, you're driving you're for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're driving for at least one hour to just turn back around and then drive one hour back to that exit. So don't miss an exit. <laughs> So that that is definitely a big no no here, <laughs> and it's it's not that busy like driving, but yeah, I didn't think that I would have to drive out of the way. That's this is when I was driving to IKEA. No, but uh, you know, I remember being stuck for two or three hours in traffic in the states. Yeah, but at least you can <laughs> so get off. <laughs> the might be in a kilometer away, but you're not getting to that exit any soon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's true. But I, I guess I'm so used to it. Like, uh, being in traffic is like, um, a normal thing for me. And actually not now. If I, if I go back, I go nuts in the car. If I have to be there for half an hour, uh, an hour just to go, uh, five kilometers, I'm in the car, like pounding my head on the steering wheel. I'm like, will people waste their time in cars? Like, really? Like, I, I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. That's why I, I can only be in the U.S. for maybe a month. 
after that, I need to be back in Denmark where like it's free flowing and the, the highway. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different, it's a different thing. No? It's a change. Yeah. So like these stories, like I have or what, what you have, Dave, I feel like these stories can really help parents out prepare for, 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 for yeah. moving here. If, you, if you're coming here, get ready. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you come here from a tropical country. Yeah. Definitely. And I'll have some guests actually coming from tropical countries. And so they'll be talking about their experience, like, for example, Philippines and moving here and never even visiting Denmark, but coming here from the plane and like getting off and they had to wrap clothes around them because they didn't have enough clothes on them. You know, funny, funny that you mentioned, uh, I, I've been meeting quite a lot of Filipino people. Yeah, there's a lot in, here. In, in Baile. Yeah. And they don't want to invite me for dinner. <laughs> I know. I heard you like Filipino food. I love it. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, but I met I met three girls that are Filipinos in Baile. Yeah, yeah, including me. The, you are the fourth one. Okay, but I don't cook really. But you are the only one, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like the only thing is, I don't cook really Filipino food. I'm like, I I grew up in Los Angeles, so my staple food's Mexican. Look at me, disappointment. <laughs> I I I go to my friend's house. Like I have a bunch of Filipino friends here in Aarhus, so um, we I always have an excuse. You uh, are taking me with you. <laughs> we always have Filipino food parties. I have to wear my extra big pants because I'm like filling up in food. Because I'm like I miss adobo or I miss sp- uh, egg roll. The Filipino egg rolls, not the other egg rolls. The fil- actual Filipino egg rolls, or yeah, pancit or all these good stuff. Oh, pancit. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I just I live with a Filipino flatmate for like oh, so eight, you were spoiled? nine years. How much? How much weight did you gain? Not much. I mean, no, I was skinny. <laughs> but what <laughs> happened? This, this, getting this happened. Denmark happened. I'm so. That's so right. The, the Danish so, pastries I, hit me like a brick. I don't know why I I was skinny until I moved to Denmark. <laughs> me, I blame it on the pa- the pastries. Blame it on the boogie. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So these stories, I think, would really help um, people, you know, getting prepared to live here. Or also, if you guys want to share anything to me, you know, like I said earlier, go on the Facebook page and uh, send me a message or even post it on the wall. And then it could be a whole topic for any of my fans. Woo, I have fans. <laughs> no, it's actually all my friends. <laughs> They bugged them to say, like my page. Yeah, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the, the start. That's the beginning yeah. to take over the world. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, let me know what your guys' you know, um, benefits or what you like living in, in Denmark. Um, now, when I had my first daughter here, um, I have two kids. I had my my daughter, and this one I'll, I'll just do really quick because I talk too much. Dave told me I talk too much, and I only have nine. No, minutes. you don't talk too much. <laughs> well, anyways, being pregnant abroad, it, especially being international, I think it was very hard when it was my first kid. Um, I didn't have my family or friends to share these moments and they didn't see my stomach grow or feel my uh, daughter kick or anything. So I really had a hard time and was really sad um, living here in Denmark. And what really actually saved me were my international friends. And it's, it's super important to have these connections um, if you don't have your family here in Denmark. 
Um, also, if your husband's uh, family is not here in Denmark, it's I feel like the friends really make living in uh, a different country easier. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I live in a few places and it's always at the end of the day is who is around you, which makes the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's wherever you are, if you have the right people around you, it's the right place. If you have the wrong people, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So I entirely agree with that statement. Yeah. And so I recommend like if, if, if you guys, if, if the listeners out there, um, are having a hard time, like just find one person to connect with. And maybe it's gonna take a couple tries, um, to connect with, with people out there, but there is people, um, willing to be friends with you or listen to you, um, during th- this time. Um, actually, when I started this, uh, whole concept of having this podcast or, um, start my business, I met so many amazing women that I will be having on this this show that I'm really thankful that I actually started this so I can meet other amazing women and also share their experiences and my experiences to to Denmark or whoever's listening to this or to the world whoever finds me on Google googling me. <laughs> it's a thing to Google. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a thing to find you. Google. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, everything's open, right? <laughs> it's so easy to find people. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's no privacy does not exist. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's just it's just important to to keep sane and living in a new country is hard enough. But when you surround yourself with with a network that can help you through it and maybe help you through living here and make it more enjoyable, I think that's the most important thing. And I'm I'm lucky that I have uh, my first mother group that I met when I first had my my child. We don't have time to talk about you know my experience of um, having my first. Uh, kid my first daughter here or having my second one so that'll be another segment yes another hour filled of me talking <laughs> wonderful you think yeah listen now and, i know i can talk it. and uh-huh. talk and talk so i have actually um you guys can't see it but it's funny i have 18 pages worth of <laughs> written stuff that i thought i would need that's a wrap of my first show don't forget to follow me on instagram and facebook my kids think i'm cool but podcasts i'm getting my website up and built and once it's running i'll post it on social media because so you guys can look at it and judge me Now, every time I end my uh, podcast, I will always mention why my kids think I'm cool, but... So, this week, my washing machine actually stopped working. Uh, something's wrong with the pump. Um, it's not working at all. The water's not coming out. So, I haven't done laundry for almost two weeks. And that's, that's smell. Yeah, I know. It's huge, especially having two kids. And then my husband and I are very, very active. So, I haven't had any... Like I had clean clothes for my kids, but now it's like going on two weeks. So I'm having my kids wear not so clean clothes. They're clean, but not smelly. Uh, so yeah, life of a mama. Anyways, don't forget to tune in next week. It is my Halloween special where I'm talking about the difference from Halloween in the U.S. and Halloween in Denmark. Also, I'm very excited that Halloween is finally celebrated here in Denmark. Ah, it is great because I love Halloween. Anyways, looking forward to next week's show, guys. Bye. Mm -hmm.